Gift Biz Unwrapped, episode 348. Well, first we had a meeting, then soon after we started learning how to bake. Attention gifters, bakers, crafters, and makers. Pursuing your dream can be fun. Whether you have an established business or are looking to start one now, you are in the right place. This is Gift Biz Unwrapped, helping you turn your skill into a flourishing business. Join us for an episode packed full of invaluable guidance, resources, and the support you need to grow your gift biz. Here is your host, gift biz gal, Sue Monheit. Hi there. I am particularly thrilled that you're here with me for this episode because it's unlike any other I've done here at Gift Biz Unwrapped. You're going to hear from two very young entrepreneurs who didn't even know how to make their product before they partnered up to go into business. It's an inspiring, lighthearted show. You'll hear how much fun Paisley and Riley are having as they create and grow their small business. It comes through in their voices how exciting it is to see what comes next and how eager they are to experiment and learn what works best. But make no mistake, there's learning for us here too. The girls take us through step-by-step how they decided on key elements of their plan, the name of the business, what products they'd offer, product validation to ensure they'd have sales, creating a plan for production and shipping, plus developing a website and a social media presence. They also have a signature product already. Now, let me just make note that because of the recording that we needed to do so that we could have all of us together and actually do this in a timely manner, the audio here sounds a little bit different than some of the other Gift Biz Unwrapped episodes. But the content and us being able to talk to the girls is definitely worth it. There's no need for us to wait any longer. Let's get right to the story of Paisley and Riley and the Sweet Tooth cakery. I have such a big smile on my face right now because you are in for a treat. I'd like to introduce you to Paisley and Riley, adorable nine-year-old entrepreneurs and co-owners of the Sweet Tooth Cakery. Paisley and Riley are two best friends sharing their deliciousness with the world. These Georgia girls met in kindergarten and on the soccer field and are still in the same class. Paisley told her mom she either wanted to be a dentist or a baker when she grew up. And her mom responded that she did have to wait until she was grown up to be a dentist, but she could be a baker now. Paisley loved that idea and recruited Riley to be her partner. Riley shared with her parents that she had an interest in becoming a better baker because she loved it so much. That got the ball rolling. Riley's mom reached out to Paisley's mom and asked if she could help teach her. And you know what happened? The Sweet Tooth Cakery was born. Paisley and Riley, welcome to the Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast. Hi. I am so excited that you're here. And I think it would be fun to share with everybody who's listening how we met. It was a couple of months ago. And where were we? At the Sugar Show. At the Ultimate Sugar Show, which is right in your area. It's in Atlanta. And I saw you guys at your booth. 
and I came and I learned what it was all about and we talked a little bit and I was so impressed with you two because of the way you were interacting with people, the product that you had, your booth set up, and that's how we decided to do a podcast with you. And then do you remember what I said? I said, okay, don't tell me anything more because I need to know about it when we're talking on the show. So I'm going to be learning with everybody else here all about your business. But as I told you before we started recording, one of the things I do that's a tradition on the show is have people describe what their favorite candle would look like by color. I want you guys to share that with me. So if I were to ask you to describe a candle that would just be totally resonant of who you are, Riley, I'm going to let you go first. What would your candle look like? My candle will be like a mixture of the rainbows, like red, maybe not orange, yellow, turquoise, blue, violet, and the smell would probably be vanilla because I love vanilla smell. Oh, that's perfect. And that goes along with baking too. Yeah. A lot. (laughs) And Paisley, what would your candle look like? My candle would probably have like all the cool colors, maybe blue, green, and purple, maybe turquoise too. I don't really know what the smell would be, but I would probably have vanilla. Vanilla too. Well, that's you two are so in alignment with each other. That's why you probably are working really well together, I'm thinking. So all the cool colors for you. Love it, love it. Thank you for sharing all of that with me. Let's dive in and talk about how you started your company. So Paisley, I guess you got the ball rolling when you were talking with your mom about what you wanted to be when you grew up, right? Mm -hmm. And when she said to you, well, you know, you could be a baker now. Was she talking about you starting a company or was she just saying you can do more baking just for fun? Well, she sort of said that she couldn't really help me, but she would teach me how to bake. And I wanted to start a business with her to start baking, but she said she had to do some other stuff. And I didn't really want a business alone, so I referred to Riley. And you two had been friends already for a while. Mm-hmm. So, so Paisley, did you just go to Riley and say, hey, I have this idea. What do you think? Is that how that happened? Sort of. How did it happen? You tell me. I think I called or went over the other day to talk to her about making the business. And she pretty much said that she wanted to um, go to my mom so she could learn how to bake better. And I asked her if she wanted to be my partner and have a business. That's cool. And Riley, what did you think when Paisley came to you with that? I liked the idea because I've already wanted to try banking. And I like the sound of a business because I kind of wanted to start a business right now. It wasn't really like a bright idea like Paisley's, but I kind of wanted to. I kind of didn't want to. So when Paisley referred to me, I'm like, okay, sure. Okay, so what I find really interesting with what you guys just told me is you were interested in starting the business, but you still needed to learn how to bake better, right? So you had the idea, 
and you liked that idea of that product, probably because you like sweets and cakes and cookies and all that, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Riley, I don't know, but I know I really do. <laughs> Riley, do you like cookies and cakes and all that too? Yeah, I like cookies, some cookies and some cakes. Because it is helpful if you like the product that you're going to be selling for your business. I mean, obviously that's helpful. You had the idea of the business and then you started perfecting how to bake, right? So Paisley, that was your mom teaching the two of you? Yes. Yeah. Well, first we had a meeting, then soon after we started learning how to bake. What was happening in the meeting? What did you do in your meeting? The meeting, we were just talking about the math thought. It was a little bit difficult. Mom said that we could do a big mouse smiling. And then Riley said we could do two girls holding something. I forgot what she said, but it was really good. And then I said, well, since it's called Sweet Tooth, then maybe we should make a little tooth. Okay, so that makes sense. So your meeting was about the company name and then what your mascot or your logo would look like right? The character that would be associated, right? Yeah. So let's back up for a second. How did you decide on Sweet Tooth Cakery? How did that happen? So actually, when after Paisley came over to tell me the idea, my mom kept on stating some names and stuff. And then I just thought about Sweet Tooth because we're baking sweets and I kind of wanted to be a little funny and stuff. So I said, Maybe it's a tooth. We can do sweet tooth. And then mm -hmm. I referred the idea to Paisley, and she came up with cakery since it's a cakery. I like that because it's kind of like bakery, but it's cakery. Yes. Yeah, I like that. It's different. It's fun. It's so in line with who you two are just by way of personality. It's very cute. And you guys settled in on that pretty quickly, it sounds like. You got the name, you liked the name. You know what's really interesting about that? When you get to be an adult, you overthink everything. And some people who want to start a business will take months only deciding what the name of their business should be. So you guys probably don't even know, but that's a great example that you just set is you agreed on something, you made the decision, and you kept moving. Right. And so the next thing you did was looked at what you're calling your mascot or your logo. And you looked at a couple of ideas, you thought some things through, and then you arrived on what the mascot looks like today. And Riley, you were talking about that it looks like a, a tooth, but describe it a little bit because people who are listening can't see it right now. He's sort of like a little tooth wearing either a yellow or a blue hat like on the shirt. He looks sort of like this. He is very small. He normally wears a smile and cute little eyes. He looks a little bit like an upside down C with an upside down D in the middle. He looks a little bit like a tooth, but he has the hat covering his head. Yeah, so he's a special character version of a tooth, if you will. Yep. Yeah. And Riley, how did you guys decide on the colors or how did you narrow in on the details of the tooth? Does he have a name? Yes, Mr. Sweet Tooth. Mr. Sweet Tooth. Okay. So how did you decide on the blue and yellow colors? 
So we just decided because me and Paisley just kept stating our favorite colors. And I think, I don't know, but we both chose blue. I don't know who chose yellow. Maybe it was Paisley. I think it was Paisley, but maybe it was me. But we just chose those colors. And then we just decided to choose Mr. Sweet Tooth. I think that we chose on yellow because we both said, I think, black, gold, and blue. And then I think it was Riley's mom who made gold into a yellow because it's normally hard making, like, gold on a shirt if you want to have, like, a shirt or something. True. So that was really smart to think through that, like, where you'll use Mr. Sweet Tooth. And then how it would be displayed in different areas. That was really smart. So you decided all of that in your first meeting. You decided the name of the company. You decided the logo, Mr. Sweet Tooth. And then who actually put together the artwork, the creative for Mr. Mm -hmm. Sweet Tooth? I think it was my dad because he's a good drawer. So when we said the stuff we wanted it to be like, And then my dad drew it, I think. I think that I helped too because I did make one drawing with Mr. Sweet Tooth. And I think it's posted on the fridge right now. Oh, fun. That's fun. That's interesting. And that's also a good point is that you in your mind's eye had an idea of what you wanted. And so you sketched something out and then went to somebody else for help to get the final logo, right? Okay, perfect. So all of that was done in the first meeting. What else happened in that first meeting? Anything else? We decided the flavors and stuff. So Mm -hmm. we just picked our favorites. Of course, I just picked just simple ones because I like simple flavors like vanilla, maybe strawberry, sugar cookies. I like sugar cookies. And then I think Paisley came up with the brownies because... I'm not a chocolate fan. (laughs) So you laid out like the first products that you were going to be making and selling. So it wasn't just all over the board. You came to agreement. How many products? Three. Cakes, cookies, and brownies. And then a couple of flavors under each of those. Yeah. One flavor for the brownie, I think. Well, we did really have, well, the first time I thought about it in the brownies, there was going to be more flavor, but we just decided to do it normal because we are, because we are, we had a lot on the menu. Right. That was very smart. You don't have to have a ton of different flavors. In fact, did you know that when you offer somebody too many flavors, People get confused, and instead of choosing, they'll just not take anything because you can overwhelm people. So you guys might not have even known that, but that was a good strategy is not offering too much right away. Okay. Yeah, I didn't want a lot of brownies. And you know what? If you have a special flavor, you can always add in. Let's say you wanted to do a special flavor for Christmas, or you, know, you could do yeah. things that aren't available all the time. They're just available sometimes. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're thinking about that. I think maybe on our latest meeting or one of our latest meetings or something. At what point did this meeting happen? How long ago was that? Last year. 
So your business eight. is your business already a full year old? Yes. Yeah. I think when we went to the sugar show, we were talking about maybe an anniversary. Yeah, our year. anniversary was like in September, I think. I think it was in September. Okay, so you're a little bit over a year old then. Yes. With the, with the business. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So you had your first meeting. You yeah. really got a lot accomplished in that first meeting. But it sounds like now you needed to learn how to bake your products and make them great. So how did that happen? So if you wanted to talk about this in the professional world, you'd say research and development. You're learning how to cook, you're learning the ingredients that you want to put in, and you're practicing so that your end product is going to be good and people are going to want to buy it, right? So talk me through learning to bake. So Paisley's mom was actually like there and she actually like helped us look up recipes and stuff mm-hmm. for like vanilla, strawberry, mm-hmm. red velvet. And then she showed us how to bake and stuff. And so we actually put like a lot of flower bags and stuff. So we would just have to dump them out, organize it for other meetings. And I had help from Paisley's mom and my parents too when they knew how to bake because they didn't really know how to bake good Mm -hmm. I think the first bake was when we were at Riley's house we did a really good job on the first time our mom gave us a special recipe like not too much flour not too much sugar not too much eggs she showed us how to crack eggs the right way without getting shells in there but we still need a little bit of help with that. But we make sure we get the shells out. Yeah. Also, the first time, it was so good and moist. It yeah. was so good. So have you gotten to the point now where you have special recipes that you follow? And those are important for your business. Don't share those with people, okay? Because those are special. Those are recipes for sweet tooth cakery, right? Yeah. We only share the ingredients, not the order and stuff. Or the measurements or anything. Because of health and all that, you let people know what's in there. But you don't necessarily share your techniques or what you're doing because that's how it's special. Those are special products that you're making, right? Yeah. All right. So you learned how to make the products. And then what happened? So you made some initial products. Then now what happened? We kind of had to taste test it first yeah. because we didn't really want the customers being like if there was something in it that we forgot to take out or add in like if it was too hard or too soft or maybe too crunchy or cold or something because we didn't really start putting it out there on our first try because yeah. we didn't want customers to be mad at us. You want to have your very special result, you know, what your cookies are going to taste like, what your cakes are going to taste like. Also going to say, after we taste tested and stuff, we started putting them like out, like selling them outside and stuff with our dads, the mascot and stuff, because Mr. Tristan Paisley's dad is the mascot. And we just sold like these little bunt cakes and stuff for free. So what you were doing there was making sure that there were people who liked what you made, 
Well, and then if you needed to adjust it or change it or it was too crispy, it was too moist, there was too much vanilla, like whatever it was, you listened to what people had to say and then you, did you take their feedback and make adjustments? Yep. I remember when our first year, I think, on voting day, when people were done voting, they used to come outside and try some samples like of our signature cake, the rainbow swirl. swirl. Sweet to swirl. The sweet to swirl. That's what it's called now. Now. And they used to be like little squares and they were free because we didn't really want to make them um, pay on our, like first, small. They're so on our small. first year because it was our first time. So we let them have it free. People really liked it. And that's when we started trying to improve it, trying stuff that is new. Mm-hmm. So now we're here. So that's yes. really smart because that's kind of, you know, when you go to a grocery store and they'll have people who do the samples, mm-hmm. that was your version of doing Yeah, that. like Girl Scout cookies. We were doing yeah, that kind of. we used to do that. We, yeah. That's kind of where I got my inspiration. But not oh, really. from selling Girl Scout cookies? Yeah. I still want to sell outside, but COVID's happening and we can't do like Girl Scout sales. Right. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. How are you selling? What are you we doing to sell? are selling online. So the customer orders online and we bake them and then we ship them to where they are. So we can ship them to Florida, Chicago, anywhere, or Michigan. So they're baked to order. So they're not baked until someone places the order. Yes. And then you bake them and send them. Mm -hmm. Yes. And is everything right now online? So you would go to the website? Okay. So I looked at your website. It is so great. For everyone who's listening, what is the name of your website? Sweet2cakery.com. Perfect. C-A-K-E-R-I-E. And you, yep, perfect. And your website is built on a GoDaddy platform. That's for our listeners to know, but I want you guys to go over and take a look at the website. In particular, how much personality is there? When you go and you look at the about page, you're going to see how adorable Paisley and Riley are. You're going to totally agree with me. You'll see their personalities in the clothing that they're wearing. Just all of the imagery on the site, it's so, so well done. And so who did your website for you? So we were on a phone call. This lady was talking to us, asking us questions about what it was about, like kind of what you're doing. And then she posted all of that stuff on the website. And we actually, before she did that, we did a photo shoot. So that's why they were like, pictures on our website that she could post and stuff Mm -hmm. so you guys did photos and sent them to her yes and it sounds like you guys hired out somebody to build the website for you yes yes okay and I'm gonna stop for a second and talk to the people who are listening okay 
So you guys, how many of you get hung up with, I can't do a website. It's too complicated. I don't know what to do. I don't have the pictures. I don't know what to say. Here, two nine-year-old girls listened, hired somebody out. Obviously their parents helped them, but they found somebody who could put together a website that has pretty much every single element you want, an about us page, shopping, et cetera. It's on a GoDaddy platform. I want you guys to go look at it. And anyone who thinks that they can't build a website, I'm gonna challenge you to think again. <laughs> so you get orders from the website. How did you figure out how you were gonna ship everything to make sure that it stayed fresh and that everything was in good condition when it arrived? Our parents actually helped us with that because we were little we didn't really know how to ship stuff and uh -huh. stuff and paisley's mom i think she did that already so i mm -hmm. think she helped us with doing that my mom and my dad too so how does it work now you're in school you guys have friends that you want to play with you have homework yes. you have probably other activities it sounds like you guys are both in soccer still yes right? this is my last game though Okay, so I'm because it's getting to be the end of the year. So how do you fit this in? If I were to place an order with you right now, or because you never know, some of our listeners might place orders at some point here with you. How does that work now? And how do you integrate that into your life with everything else that you have going on? How do you find out about an order? And then how does it all work? So our parents usually help and check our website and stuff because they have to like sometimes update stuff mm -hmm. and then when they check the orders and then they tell us about it and then I think maybe sometimes Paisley bakes some of it and sometimes I bake some of it alone and then sometimes we bake it together and sometimes you guys like one of you might have a commitment and the other doesn't so you can decide who's doing what right so that works yes. well but it sounds like it's so great that you guys can make it work because sometimes you can be together, you can still do it apart. So your company is very flexible in that way that you can do that. And so then you ship out. So you both cook in your individual kitchens at home and then you ship it out, right? And yeah. okay, perfect. And so now I wanna get back to your sweet tooth swirl. What's that about? Tell me about the sweet tooth swirl. Don't worry, we're coming right back to this inspiring conversation with Paisley and Riley right after a quick break. I wanted to pause this discussion for a second to let you know that I recognize you may be feeling overwhelmed right now. I mean, I bring on great guests who are specialists in their fields, and we get into fabulous conversations that you know can help grow your business. So after the show, you have all the full intention of grabbing a download making an adjustment to your website, or any other number of ideas that arise as a result of the podcast. But what happens? You get back to all your other activities, and the momentum you had gets lost. What you plan to do is forgotten. Then you feel bad because your business is going on as usual without implementing anything that you know would help grow your business. You're just too busy doing all the things like a robot moving from one thing to another without thinking, because you have to. I get it. <laughs> I've been there. But guess what? 
there is another way. Since I recognized this exact behavior in my own business, I set out to do something about it. And now, what works for me, I'm sharing with you. It's the Inspired Daily Planner, made specifically for gifters, bakers, crafters, and makers. That's you. But it's not your ordinary planner. First off, it comes with a video explaining my productivity strategy. Plus, it's undated, so you can start using this planner the second it arrives at your doorstep. And that's not all. Included for each day is a motivational tip and plenty of space for you to write down your intention and then schedule time so that you can actually take action on all those ideas that are now getting lost. It's the perfect solution to truly act and move your business forward. And yes, I'm offering you a special discount to get you started with the Inspired program, because it's my greatest joy to see you make progress and grow. Go to giftbizunwrapped.com forward slash get inspired and enter code SALE in all caps to get 40% off of the Inspired Daily Planner. That means for only $21 plus shipping, you'll have a hard copy planner along with my Power of Purpose video that will set you on the path for true business growth now and into 2022. Makes a great gift too. And if you're already using the Inspired program, grab a fresh planner with this discount too. Giftbizunwrap.com forward slash get inspired and use the code SALE. Remember in all caps. This offer won't be available forever, so don't forget to do it right away. Okay, let's get back to the show. The sweet tooth swirl originated with the rainbow swirl, swirl that we used on voting day, but instead we wanted to try something new because we still had a lot of orders because the most popular right now that has been going on were the brownies and the oatmeal raisin no, cookies. And they take a little long to make, so we tried to save our time. And we changed up the colors a little bit. And instead, it's blue, white, right, and yellow. Blue, plain. It's still the same, but it tastes really good. And it's just a new way that we're doing things. Well, and it aligns with the colors of your company. Right, the blue, white, and That's yellow. That's why it's called the sweet tooth swirl. Aha! Uh-huh. We're also going to be changing it up. So maybe in the summer or the springtime, we're going to be changing it back to the rainbow swirl. Mm-hmm. And in the winter and stuff, we're going to be changing it to the sweet tooth swirl. And on holidays, we're going to be doing like on Christmas, our Thanksgiving is coming up. So maybe for Thanksgiving, we could do like an orange cake. We haven't really talked it out or something. And maybe for Christmas, we can do green and red cakes. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I really like the name Sweet Tooth Swirl. And you were saying, I think Paisley, it was you who said that this is your signature product. It's right? your yes. new signature product. It's your new yes. signature product. So that would be cool also if you did like Sweet Tooth Swirl, different versions throughout the year. Yeah. Like talking about. And that you could be the home of the Sweet Tooth Swirl. Yes. And you're known for your sweet tooth swirl. You can have brownies and everything else, but that's your product that you're known for. Yeah, that's that's a signature. Yeah, that's your signature product. I love that. Excellent. All right, let's talk a little bit more about the show. So listen to this. You two are 
so unbelievable because within a year, you had an idea for a company, you created the company, you learned how to make your product, built a whole product line, have a website, and you attended an in-person show. That's amazing. So tell me about the show. Did you guys know Sid and the Ultimate Sugar Show before? No, I didn't. I don't think Riley did. I didn't really know her too well, but my mom did. Okay, so that's where the connection came. Yes. And so how did the show come about? Paisley, did your mom come and present the idea to you too? I think in the Ultimate Sugar Show, you have to be like entered on something and then just get choose randomly. I don't remember, but I think that my mom answered us. And yes. I think that it all got mixed up and we were able to get there. And when she, I think when she figured out the good news, she told us. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you didn't know until you were already in. Yeah. That way you wouldn't be disappointed. Yeah. So you've got some really good supporters there behind you too with your parents. She's literally next to me. I know, but I'm saying it anyway, because I think that's so great. This is another thing adults don't do, is ask for help with things that they don't know. We kind of feel like as we get older, we should know everything. And yeah, but you don't. You, no, you don't. And the two of you have made such progress because you've reached out and gotten help where you've needed it, right? Like Paisley's mom to learn how to bake, whoever that woman was for the website, like support of your parents to learn how to ship. Would you agree that there's no way you could be as far along as you are if you wouldn't have gotten help from other people? Yes, Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about the show. How did you decide what your booth was going to look like? So we decided because we technically we were agreeing that we probably wanted some sweet tooth colors, yellow, blue. Then... My mom or me asked my grandma, can she make a skirt for the table? Because she was the one who made the skirts for our photo shoot. And she said, yes. And then we also, we came together and we made some cookies, cakes, and brownies for that. And we just decided we wanted a sign, a big sign in the middle that says, Sweet Tooth Cakery. And a code so they can go to our website just in case they didn't want to order right now. Mm -hmm, the QR code that led yes. to the website. Yeah. I didn't really know <laughs> about any of that. I just went there and I just got surprised because I had no clue what they were doing. Well, that's good because that means like you assigned responsibilities to each other. And yeah. Paisley, you just trusted what Riley was going to put together. That's a good sign of a good partner, too, because you both don't have to be doing everything together. You can divide and conquer, right? Yeah. So, Riley, you were tasked, I'm using quotes, to get the booth all put together. And it looked fabulous. It was so fun. So you got the booth designed. You brought it over. You made product. So you had product to sell at the show. Yeah. Right? What kind of conversations did you guys have before the show about how you were going to talk with customers at the booth or like what preparation did you have in that manner? 
Well, we kind of had another meeting about that because yes, me and Riley, we needed a little bit of help because sometimes we don't really know what to say. <laughs> so our parents helped us, and they said, "Wear big smiles and have a greeting voice." Because you know, sometimes you might not be having the best day, and you just stuff just comes out the wrong way. So you have to be careful what you're saying, even yeah. if you're tired. Like at the end of the day, you have yeah, because every customer, like you know, it's the first time they're seeing you, but you've seen a hundred customers already that day. I think that where I got all my energy was just from being excited to go there. And my chips. Yeah. Oh yeah, and she brought hot chips. Oh, they hot chips that kept you guys going. Right? Yeah, her, yeah. Um, her grandpa was eating them like crazy. <laughs> so a little fun behind the scenes of a booth is worth it for sure. Yes, and you did. I mean, I saw that you had adults in the booth because let's face it, you had to get a ride over. You could yeah, use their we wanted to taste setup. different smells. You had to have them help you set up. And I think legally, probably you needed someone older to be there as well. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with them helping either and knowing what to say and talking. And I mean, booths take a lot of time and energy, right? Yep. So what did you feel like you guys did really well at that show? And then I'm going to ask you what you would do differently for next time. So I think what we did really well at the show was... At first, we were talking over each other and stuff like, I want to do this, I want to do this. But then I we started getting better and I thought we were really good at like taking turns on which products we were going to say and which ones I was going to say, which one Paisley was going to say. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think that another part that me and Riley were good at was trying to greet the people because... Sometimes it's just good to get a smile or a wave in or maybe a comment. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we really had a hard time saying that we were the owners because, you know. Yes, they yeah, will come and think our parents are the owners. Even though right. we literally had on our side better than a grown-up can make. And we had to actually say that we were the owners. Yes. Why do you think you had a hard time saying that? Not really. It's just that. It was frustrating. Yeah. Oh, it was frustrating that you had to say it because people. Okay. So given that, what do you think you might do differently when you do another show? I don't know. Maybe we would try to like make sure there's a sign like we're the owners, like not them. Because if that we were just for help so they could get attention. But no, we're just because we're the owners, not them. Maybe you get a picture of the two of you with Sweet Coot. Like you have another banner that is one of the pictures even off your website that's mm-hmm. both of you, something like that. Yeah. But what else as you think back, is there anything else that you think for next time you'll do differently? I think that maybe we would try to you know actually be able to greet people a little bit better because sometimes we were a little unfocused and we were playing with the banners balloons yes and also (laughs) 
I think we should like schedule a little stuff because sometimes people will come during lunch and so I think one person should go at the stand and wait while the other person goes eat and then we switch I should go stay at the stand and while Paisley eats sort of like shifts yeah Yeah. because shows are hard work aren't they they're fun but they're exhausting also yeah well I think you guys did a fabulous job and I love that you feel like you've learned some things and it'll just keep getting better right like every time you do a show it'll keep getting better you can build on what your booth looks like you'll learn different ways of talking to customers as you go just things that get more comfortable as we finish up here what are you thinking about for the future like what's going to happen this next year that you can share with everybody of how Sweet Tooth Cakery is continuing to move forward and grow. I haven't discussed this with the group, but I want to start going selling our stuff outside maybe next year when it's warmer though. So doing more face-to-face, not necessarily like a, I mean, the ultimate sugar show was more of a professional show. Yeah, it was a step up. Yeah, it was a big step up because that was people coming and learning new cake techniques, right? To get more customers and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that show was real professional techniques and all of that, but you're talking about doing more like consumer shows, you know, being out and selling products in your community or at other events. I also want to be on the commercial. Oh, you're doing a commercial? No, but I want to be on it. So people in the world can see. Okay, then. All right. I love that. I think that even though we might have like activities or something, like when we go to places, we should maybe mention our business so that we could get more customers. Yeah, spread the word. Yeah, Mm because sometimes we mention our business to our classmates and stuff. So Ms. Medina sometimes uses our business for examples and stuff and gives us some help. And once at the Sugar Show, we talked in Spanish with this Hispanic girl. So I want to start improving our Spanish on the business so we can talk different language to people. I, I also remember when Miss Joseph came. Principal yeah, the came. principal came. Well, you know, when this podcast airs, you need to tell your teacher about it so that she can share it with the school. He and she. He. Wait, what? He Ooh. and she. He. Miss Medina, Miss Oswald. Yeah, so, I mean, what you're talking about in terms of spreading the word, that's what's going to happen with this show. It'll spread the word to lots of people. Now I'm going to ask you guys, because you are now women business owners <laughs> and professionals. You're in the professional world now, even though you're still younger. What would you say to another young girl or anybody who's thinking about starting a business? What would be your words of wisdom? I would say don't be afraid to step up and just try your best. If you have any ideas, just let them out. And if you want to have a business, then just don't be afraid to do it. Just do it. Just get started. Yes. Okay. And Riley, what would you add? 
I would say to never give up even when things start to get hard and don't be afraid to ask for help and stuff because it's okay to ask for help. You don't always have to do every single thing on your own. I mean, you can ask for your friend's help and stuff, but mostly, yeah, just don't give up even when things start to get hard. That is excellent. Both of you, excellent, excellent words of advice to people. I am just so proud of both of you. What you're building is fabulous and it'll continue to grow and change and adjust. And however, it's going to bloom into other things, whatever you're doing in terms of new flavors, new whatever, but you're so inspiring to people who are thinking about maybe starting a business or who have gotten in their own way. Some of us adults who get in our own way because we overthink things. I'm thrilled that we could coordinate and that you could be on the show today. Thank you so much for coming. You guys are on some social media also, right? We talked about your website, sweettoothcakery.com. Well, Facebook. Okay, Facebook. Instagram. Uh Uh-huh. Let's just go with that. So you've got the website, Facebook, and Instagram. And listen, you don't have to be on everything. You know, there's no reason to be on everything. As long as you know you're on some things regularly and with consistency, that's fabulous. All right, Gift Biz listeners, I want you to go over, jump to their website, see what they're all about. I mentioned that earlier. I want you to see how they've set up the site. It absolutely looks beautiful. Riley and Paisley, thank you so, so much for being on the show. I loved hearing your story. Thank Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Wasn't this the most delightful business startup story? I've got to say, out of the mouths of babes, Paisley and Riley are following so many solid business practices and seeing progress and success as a result. One of the reasons is they haven't gotten into their own heads with all the excuses or what ifs that as adults our minds conjure up. These two are an inspiration for sure. I can't wait to watch their progress. Coming your way next week, we have a double header on storytelling. Storytelling on how it can be a powerful messaging technique to not only get visibility, but also to draw your audience closer to you. Thanks so much for spending time with me today. If you'd like to show support for the podcast, leaving a rating and review helps the show get seen by more makers. As a loyal listener, there are other ways to show support for the podcast, too. Visit our brand new shop for a wide variety of gift biz paraphernalia, like mugs, t-shirts, water bottles, and more, featuring logos and quotes to inspire you throughout your day. They make great holiday gifts, too, can be shipped throughout the U.S., and are available at giftbizunwrap.com forward slash shop. All proceeds help offset the cost of producing this podcast. And now, be safe and well, and I'll see you again next week on the Gift Biz Unwrapped podcast. I want to make sure you're familiar with my free Facebook group called Gift Biz Breeze. It's a place where we all gather and are a community to support each other. I've got a really fun post in there that's my favorite of the week, I have to say, where I invite all of you to share what you're doing, to show pictures of your product, to show what you're working on for the week, to get reaction from other people 
and just for fun because we all get to see the wonderful products that everybody in the community is making. My favorite post every single week, without doubt. Wait, what? Aren't you part of the group already? If not, make sure to jump over to Facebook and search for the group Gift Biz Breeze. Don't delay. Come join us in Gift Biz Breeze today.